What is going on, everybody? I am your host, Timothy Lamar Cato III, or just simply known as Cato. And this is I Got More to Say, a, a place for voices to be heard, people to be reached, and knowledge to be shared regarding the world of music and black culture. And today, we're going to be doing some things differently today. Today, we are going to be doing, starting the solo process or the solo um, episodes just featuring me and my opinions. I mean, hence the name. This is I Got More to Say. And you guys are about to find out. So anyways, you guys, I'd like to first start off by just thanking everybody just for all the support and all the love that you've given that I got more to say. Um, 2023 was a beautiful year, really a beautiful four months, because, you know, as we know, we launched in uh, August 2nd of uh, 2023. And um, I'm really, really appreciative for all the love, the support, the shares, the engagement, rather good or bad. I appreciate it all. And um, 2024, a lot in store. Huh. Oh, I made that rhyme. Anyways, um, there's a lot to talk about. But today, I wanted to talk about some of the things I was thinking about. So hold on, let me time on. Let me take a step back. I was sitting back and I was just thinking about all the things that happened in hip hop this year, and you know, from hip hop turning fifty to you know everybody saying hip hop is in a decline to um, you know the, the the lack of what is it? They're not being a number one hip hop album for the in the first six months, the first time in like thirty years. A lot of things that was going on um, regarding you know hip hop. And I was thinking, you know what? There's some things that I think as a culture, not even just as a hip hop culture, that um, we need to leave in um, 2023. So I sat down, I made a short, you know, comprehensive list of different things. So the first thing hip hop needs to leave in 2023, being too cool to care. Now, what do I mean by that? You know, I look at it like this. The music industry has pretty much been established since I think sometime in like the 40s or the 50s, as far as like big business. And especially in hip hop, we've seen so many rappers, so many artists get played and get juked out of their money. And I don't even think sometimes it's even getting played or getting conned. Oftentimes as it is, it's people just not understanding the business. Y'all, it is 2023. A matter of fact, by the time this come out, it's gonna be 2024. There is no reason why artists should be signing bad deals. No reason why artists should not be getting any publishing. No reason whatsoever. Now, I understand because there's so much information and there's so many different platforms and so many different free ways that you could receive information just about how to maneuver through this industry. So um, that's what I mean by too cool to care. Stop being like, for example, I've seen a video and no disrespect to this young lady at all, but because um, I'm really rooting for her. She had one of my favorite songs in 2023. I remember, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Scarlett said that she just got a deal for three or four million. Well, if Scarlett did get a deal for three or four million, God bless her. But at the same time, too, I remember watching another interview of hers and she was like, oh, um, yeah, I just got this deal. I'm super excited. And the interviewer had to explain to her about how the money, if it was four million dollars or three million, whatever number she threw it out there, about how the what is it about how the record industry works. And she was like kind of clueless, like she was like kind of surprised. So. You know, that's a key example. We are in an era right now where information is free. We are in an era right now where information is widely available. There is no reason why artists should be signing bad deals at all. I mean, sure, you can have, you know, some, um, some what is it, some shysty people within your circle. Sure, you know, you can, you know, the, the, the way these lawyers and sometimes the way this music industry thing works can definitely be underhanded and conniving. But at the same time, too, we got to be more responsible and take care of our business especially if all these artists is going to be running to these big labels. So, yes, stop being too cool to care. Start having a standard for hip-hop, first and foremost. Let's start having a standard for as far as what we listen to, uh, what we consume, who we make popular. Like, 
you know, we got to stop being too cool to care. I think right now hip hop is in a state where everybody just wants to do the cool or the it thing. And I think that we, to a certain extent, is in some ways, especially the newer era, we are losing a lot of sensibilities um, and morals as far as within this hip hop thing. Now, I love hip hop and I ain't here to judge nobody. But as I said before, it's a free country. This is only my opinion. And this is just the way that I personally feel about it. I think that we need to stop being too cool to care. You know, I actually, I seen this video and where this comes from. Tyler Creator, two years ago, he got on um, an interview and he said, um, he was talking about Jada kissing the locks. And he was talking about how, you know, there's no reason, well, he didn't say there's no reason, but he was talking about how the locks ended up beating Dipset, you know, at their versus battle. And he was like, the reason why is because Jada Kiss and the locks cared. They cared about the way they sounded. They cared about their performance. They cared about, um, yeah, they cared about the way they sounded. They cared about their performance. They cared about, you know, the order that they had their songs. They cared about what they gave to the crowd. They cared about the crowd coming in and, you know, being a part of the event. They cared. And I'm gonna tell y'all something. If y'all wanna have longevity in anything, but especially this music thing, care about it. Plain and simple. There's a reason why Nas is 50 years old and has released, I think, six or seven albums since 2018, 2019. He cares. There's a reason why Gucci Man. Uh, at one point had a label, like had a label full of all-stars who unfortunately are kind of all locked up or going through their own separate things, even though he got a bunch of new artists signed. There's a reason why he's able to do that and put all these artists on and sign all these artists to all these, to all these different deals, because he cares, plain and simple. The people that you see in this business who have had longevity, Slim Thug going in and buying all that property he did down in his hometown, his home state of Texas, and rebuilding it and selling it or renting it out or however he's doing it. He cares. So hip hop, we got to start caring about our futures, start caring about our money. We got to start caring about, you know, how we treat each other, how we say to each other, how we move in this industry. Plain and simple. Next up, as far as things that need to be left in 2023, all this demon imagery in hip hop. I don't know what's wrong with some of y'all. And I'm sorry, black people, historically, I don't think Satan is really anything we really played around with too much. But it's just gotten to the point now where all this demon shit that's going on is just absolutely ridiculous. Like, you know, I say this, and you know, I know people might look at me, people who know me might look at me as a hypocrite. Okay, though, um, you like 3-6 Mafia, you like Koopsta, you like Lord Infamous, and all of them have, you know, devil themes in their music. Okay, that's fair. You know, I do want to remind people that Satan in the Bible um, was historically, you know, the angel of music, the archangel of music, rather, I think is how he was um, described. So, you know... It, it makes sense as to why, you know, some of this shit is in the business. And, you know, I do enjoy the music, but I felt like when 3-6 Mafia did it, it was at least somewhat tasteful. Like, I mean, all of this Satan and music videos and just everything. Like, y'all, if y'all devil worshipers and y'all believe in the devil, hey, this is America. You have, you know, every single right. You have, What did you, the First Amendment? You have the right to freedom of um, religion. Do what you do. But if you not on that type of timing and you just doing all these snakes and all this bullshit, bro, like y'all could be more creative as far as to y'all marketing practices, especially you artists signed to labels. Well, actually, let me not even mention that because that might be a part of the problem. No disrespect. I'm not anti-label, but, you know, the labels are in the business of making money and whatever gets attention, they probably are going to do. So that's another thing as well. Um, this demon imagery, stop it. And if you is on that type of time, just come out and say it <laughs> because this shit has gotten out of hand. Another thing that we need to leave, that hip hop needs to leave in 23, and I think this is morally just, um, like I said, this is hip hop culture, and I'm more than gonna speak to my people, uh, black people. Where is Shiesties in the mall 
above the age of 24, 25, yeah, we need to leave that in 2023. Y'all, I cannot tell y'all how many times I go to the mall and I see grown 40-year-old, 50-year-old men walking around and, excuse me, for those of you who don't know what a shiesty is, it's like the little Nike ski mask. Walking around in ski mask indoors. Y'all too old for that, respectfully. Like, this is absolutely freaking ridiculous. Like, for real, you know, it's actually crazy. Um, I was having a conversation with, um, this was a while ago, uh, with Michael Jones. Uh, I believe he played in the NFL. I think he played for the Dallas Cowboys. He went to Syracuse. Shout out to Michael. And I remember Michael was talking about how at Syracuse, the dudes would be in the parties wearing shysties, and the girls would dead ass be terrified, because I guess dudes was into it with one another, whatever, whatever. Like, he was like, yo, y'all are scaring the girls. Like, y'all, this shysty mask wearing shit, please leave that shit in 2023. If it's cold outside, you want to put on your shysty, by all means, you have every right to do so. But indoors wearing shysties? Like, come on, y'all. Grow the fuck up. Respectfully. Uh, next thing that we need to leave in 2023 as far as hip-hop, we need to stop accepting these BS excuses from these artists. And I'm going to give two examples. The first example is, um, I believe, uh, it was Lauryn Hill, if I'm not mistaken. And Lauryn Hill was, you know, the legendary Lauryn Hill. Love her album. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I love her work because I like what she did with the Fugees. Lauryn Hill got on stage, you know, and excuse me, hold on, let me give y'all some backstory. Lauryn Hill is known for being habitually very late to her concerts. For whatever reason, I don't know. But she decided to go get on stage at one of her concerts in 2023. And she said, oh, I've heard some of y'all criticize me and say, oh, she's late and this, this, that, and the third. Well, it is God who allows me to be up here on this stage um, and to come out here and perform and this, this, that, and the third. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, don't bring God into this, respectfully. Like, (laughs) I mean, sure, God may give you the ability to wake you up every day, breathe air in your lungs, but you making it on time to go see people who have paid hundreds of dollars to come and see you and perform and you just try to use excuses and don't even apologize, but try to tell them, the people who paid this money to come watch you provide a service, try to tell them that they should be thankful, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Lauren Hill came up in the era where, number one, Lauren Hill went diamond. I want y'all to remember that. And she went diamond in the physical era, the CD era. So that means that, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily this amount of people, but we'll just say at least, because I think she most recently went diamond, at least six, seven, eight, pe- eight million people within the span of a few years went and stood outside, waited in the cold rain, sleet, hail, snow, um, you know, uh, scorching hot weather, and waited in line to go buy your album. The least you can do, and like I said, and to help make you and propel you into being a superstar. And your album was great, and I salute you, but you should have far more respect for your fans than that. And the thing that killed me about the video was that the fans was actually clapping and cheering when she said that. Like, are y'all crazy? So anyways, we need to stop accepting these BS excuses. The next BS excuse that we need to stop accepting in hip-hop, you know, and I love Andre 3000. Andre 3000 is one of my favorite rappers. I absolutely adore this man's music. I think that he is one of the most creative and one of the most genius painterly artists that we've ever seen um, in hip-hop history. But this is the thing. You know we've been waiting for a solo album for you. You came out with the solo EP of you playing some kind of wind instrument 
And then you come out with the new album that you just made, um, you know, the, the flute album, as everybody calls it, because I don't know the name of it. And, you know, you do all these interviews, you go on this press run, and shout out to the flute album, because I actually enjoyed the flute album. I mean, shit, I cleaned my whole house to that damn album. That album is soothing. Say whatever you want. But then you get on interviews and you say, oh, you know, like, um, I don't really have much to rap about. Who really wants to hear from a 40-year-old rapper? Um, plenty of people. I mean... I want to remind people something. Andre 3000 was pushing 40 years old when he featured on Drake's The Real Her featuring Lil Wayne when he bodied them two. He was pushing 40 years old when he featured on T.I.'s song, Sorry. He was pushing 40 years old when he featured on uh, Rick Ross's song, 16. So granted, okay, you said 40, but shit, you was 35, 36, 37 years old. You was pushing 40 when you did all these great features. If you don't want to make music anymore, just say you don't want to make music anymore. But I have a hard time believing somebody is talented, somebody is genius, somebody is creative, somebody is artistic, is Andre 3000, who, this is a man from Atlanta. <laughs> Dropped a high school dropout for those of you guys who don't know and I'm not trying to say that to insult that man's intelligence But a high school dropout to go and be a rapper Was signed as a teenager when he when they came out with um, what, what is it with um southern playlistic uh, Cadillac music the first album Won an award got on stage You know said the south got something to say and ever since he said that 25 26 27 years ago the south ain't stopped saying it Then every single thing after that was multi platinum Equimini is multi-platinum. I don't know what um, AT Aliens is. I'm sure it's probably multi-platinum. But Equimini is multi-platinum. Um, then, what is it? Uh, what's the name of that damn album? Um, I can't think of that album. Stankonia. Stankonia, five times platinum. Then you go ahead and drop Speaker Box, The Love Below. Diamond. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, the best-selling hip-hop hip album of all time. So I said all that to say this. This is a man who was a high school dropout from a city that really did not have much of an established, that did not have an established um, hip hop superstar. Went through a run that we've almost never seen before and is perhaps a part of probably the greatest hip hop group of all time. Went from the streets of Atlanta to the pantheon of the music business. We talking diamond albums. We talking album of the years, Grammys. Help put a city and help put a region on the map nationally. Had a baby at, a, what is it, somewhere in his 20s with another superstar who, being Erica Badu, who was extremely influential as far, and extremely, like I said, he was extremely influential and extremely creative in, in her right, in her, in her respective right. And has aged gracefully in this hip-hop thing. I'm not hearing that you do not have anything to rap about. And honestly, as fans, we should hold Three Stacks accountable. The man don't want to make music, he don't want to make music. But fans, stop accepting these excuses from these artists. Andre 3000 has more than enough to talk about. I'm not hearing that when you got guys like Master Ace still putting out music, who I'm sure is in his 50s. Jay-Z released 444. He definitely was in his 40s. And that's also, that album is platinum. Nas has released a slew of album. What is it? Magic 1 through 3, King's Disease 1 through 3. Won a Grammy off of the first one, and I was Grammy nominated at the second one. Killer Mike with Michael is now Grammy nominated, and he's rapping about a, uh, a bunch of different topics. Andre 3000 actually featured on that. He's actually nominated for a Grammy for Scientists and Engineers, if I'm not mistaken. 
um, The Locks is still putting out music. They're still, Jadakiss is still releasing albums. He released Ignatius in 2020. I'm sure that there are several artists that I'm forgetting about, but there are, Busta Rhymes, well, Blockbuster just released a new album. There are several 40 and 50 and 60 and older Euro rappers that have something to rap about. Y'all, if this man don't want to make music, fine, but I'm not sitting up here and hearing that somebody, as I said, is artistic, is brilliant, and as intelligent as Andre 3000 has nothing to talk about. I'm not hearing it, respectfully. Next thing we need to leave, as a matter of fact, I'm probably gonna make this the last thing. Next thing, last thing we need to leave, and hip hop needs to leave in 2023. The last thing hip hop needs to leave in 2023 is this hip hop is trending downward. Hip hop is in a decline, bullshit. Now, according to the numbers, if you know, if you go and you look at the Nielsen SoundScan ratings, the last three years, hip hop has dropped as far as market, uh, what is it, market uh, share, market value, or market share rather, they've dropped, you know, a point each year. Okay, that's fair. I think that there are other extraneous factors that play a part in that, but that's fair. But if we talk about the culture of hip hop, I mean, hip hop is alive and well. Let's talk about it. First and foremost, um, people who aligned themselves with hip hop were the biggest designers or some of the biggest designers in the world. Let me remind you, Virgil Abloh, who was, like I say, he was a fashion designer, but he was obviously very connected to the hip hop industry. Uh, rest in peace to Virgil, by the way. I mean, he was extremely influential. I mean, you know, the founder of Pyrex and eventually became Off-White. And then he became the creative director for the number one, one like the number one designer fashion house in the world being Louis Vuitton. Yeah, Virgil Abloh is hip-hop. Shit, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Virgil Abloh was a DJ. Following after his uh, passing, as I said before, rest in peace to Virgil and his family, his loved ones, and his admirers, following after Virgil is Pharrell Williams, who was a certified, he was a rapper and a hip-hop producer. I mean, I don't just want to pigeonhole him into hip-hop because Pharrell can make almost any genre of music. But yes, Pharrell is now the creative director of the number one fashion house. You see Gucci Man a couple years ago being on the cover of Gucci Spring, um, what is it, the Gucci Spring label, um, or not a spring label, their spring collection. I'm not here, like, hip hop is everywhere. Hip hop is finally being accepted into designer fashion. We see Gunna and Offset walking the runway at um, Paris Fashion Week. I mean, I'm not here, like, hip hop has, when high fashion tried to deny hip hop for all them years and try to just, you know, uh, push us to the side. Now, as I said before, you see us all throughout designer fashion. As I said before, the creative director for the number one fashion house in America is a rapper. Next up, the Barbie movie. One of the biggest movies in the world ever. One of the biggest movies ever, but one of the, maybe the biggest movie of the year. The official song for that was by Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj with Barbie, the song title. The, literally, the song, the movie of the summer and one of the songs of the summer <laughs> was made by rappers. A more, what is it, uh, established rapper and a young up and coming rapper. So I'm not hearing this, oh, hip hop is in a decline. Also too, Bad Bunny, Burna Boy, two of the world's biggest artists um, who've released, well, I, I know Bad Bunny released a song this year, Burna Boy released the album. Burna Boy's newest album is filled with hip hop features. And by the way, the reason why that's significant is because um, this year, I believe that, um, what is it? Africa has seen the biggest boom um, as far as in their, um, as far as in music industry revenue. Like they've seen the biggest growth as far as in the music industry in Africa. So that's why that's important. Burna Boy had features all throughout his album. And you can't, and then even when we look at Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, from my understanding, considers himself as a rapper. And Burna Boy may not necessarily be a rapper, but there's a lot of hip hop influence within his music. 
So maybe instead of looking at it like, oh, okay, hip hop is in a decline. No, hip hop's, what is it? Like its tentacles have reached different platforms and have been in different places. That's where, like, even if you look at Morgan Wallen, I mean, Morgan Wallen sings with hip hop um, cadences and raps over hip hop, I mean, excuse me, sings, raps, whatever, over hip hop sounding beats. This genre is everywhere. I mean, even the next thing, let's talk about just things outside of the culture, sneaker culture. You know, I work at a shoe store, and I cannot tell you the countless times that I've seen 30, 40, 50, even 60-year-old um, Caucasian female teachers coming in and buying Jordans. And even if you ask them, what's the special occasion? Why do they want Jordans? You know, just because, you know, naturally in your head, that's something you might think. They say, oh, well, my students won't leave me alone if I don't have a pair, and it's just a cool thing to have. Sneaker culture is hip-hop culture. Don't believe me? Go do your research. Run DMC. They'll tell you everything you need to know. But yes, so how is it, I, I'm not understanding how people can sit up here and say that this industry is dying when there's so many different aspects of it that are being appreciated more than ever. I mean, hip-hop is the motherfucking soundtrack to so many sporting events. Do y'all remember, um, what is it, the Jets video? Where the, all of the, these big, tough, macho-ass football players is a motherfucking dancing and turning up the sexy red ski-yee. I mean, these are dudes who play a gladiator sport. And they all at training camp turning up to ski-yee. And you mean to tell me hip-hop is in a decline? I mean, hold on, time out. Did we forget two of the biggest boxing matches of the year? Um, Gervonta Take Davis walked out with Chief Keith when he went to go fight Ryan Garcia. <laughs> Followed that up, Terrence Crawford went to go fight, um, what is it, walked out to Eminem. Eminem is kind of crazy, I'm not going to lie. But he went and walked out to Eminem. Shout out to Eminem, though. He went and sh uh, walked out to Eminem when he went to go fight Errol Spence. Like, LeBron's back of the Maybach, um, what is it, um, rapping videos that he does? Like, hip-hop is everywhere within the sports industry. Next up, oh, I already talked about that. And then the, the last thing, hip-hop is being appreciated in a way that has never been appreciated before. Even when you look at the Tiny Desk concert, like the legends are finally getting their due. I mean, sure, the whole Grammy debacle, you know, like KRS-One won't be there, a couple other people denied it, but there's going to be a celebration of hip-hop on one of the, really one of the grandest stage, um, one of the grandest stages of music. You look at the Tiny Desk concerts, Juvenile and Scarface had two of the most well-received this year. Maybe it's just because I don't necessarily pay attention to too many things outside of hip-hop. I haven't heard anything about any other genre's Tiny Desk concerts this year. Juvie had that motherfucker turn up, and motherfucker Scarface had that motherfucker turn up. How about Busta Rhymes going and being appreciated and being on all these platforms and getting all these young people to, I mean, all these younger artists to come and feature on his um, project? Anyways, I could go on for days, but I'm not hearing that a culture that has, in 50 years, has amassed this much influence is impacting everything from designer fashion to, to um, what is it, the music business in total, to how we, to, to what is it, to streetwear, to everything. I'm not hearing that this, I, I'm sick of hearing this, this, this rhetoric and this buffoonery and, this, and, this, and, and just these downright lies, these heinous lies to me of saying that hip hop is in a decline. I feel like hip hop is evolving, hip hop is adapting, I, uh, adapting. I think hip hop is evolving, hip hop is adapting, and I think that it has um, influence and it has gained this influence that it never has reached before and it has to find a way of where does it go now that it's won. So instead of saying hip-hop is in a decline, I think that's how we need to view it.
But anyways, you guys, that's all my time here for today. As always, I'm Timothy Lamar. I'm, excuse me. I'm Timothy. Excuse me, let me try that again. That's all. <laughs> that's all the time we have for today. Make sure that y'all go ahead and give me a follow on all my socials. On I got more to say. Make sure that you go ahead and give me a subscription on YouTube. And also, please, 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 please don't forget to show us love on TikTok and all of. Oh God, hold on. I gotta restart that. Anyways, you guys, that's all I have for today. Please make sure that you follow all of our socials. Uh, please make sure that you hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, hit the like button, hit all the buttons. Make sure that you stay tuned and let me know in the comments what y'all think about some of my opinions and some of my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I love to have a conversation. As always, I'm Cato the Third, and I got more to say. <laughs>